So let's do a little series here. The Twelve Disciples by Neville Goddard. And we are going to start with the first one, which is Simon, later on called Peter. Those twelve qualities, they are men consciousness, different consciousness that men can embody. So let's start with the first one, Simon, taken from the twelve disciples of Neville Goddard. These twelve qualities in men are potentials of every mind. Undisciplined, their actions resemble more the actions of a mob than they do of a trained and disciplined army. All the storms and confusions that engulf men can be traced directly to these twelve ill-related characteristics of the human mind in its present slumbering state. Until they are awakened and disciplined, they will permit every rumor and sensuous emotion to move them. When these twelve are disciplined and brought under control, the one who accomplishes this control will say to them, Hereafter I call you not slaves but friends. He knows that from that moment on each acquired disciplined attribute of mind will befriend and protect him. The names of the twelve qualities reveal their natures. These names are not given to them until they are called to disciplineship. They are Simon, who was later surnamed Peter, Andrew, James, John, Philip, Bartholomew, Thomas, Matthew, John, the son of Alphaeus, Thaddeus, Simon, the Canaanite, and Judas. The first quality to be called and disciplined is Simon, or the attribute of hearing. This faculty, when lifted to the level of a disciple, permits only such impressions to reach consciousness as those which his hearing has commanded him to let enter. No matter what the wisdom of man might suggest, or the evidence of his senses convey, if such suggestions and ideas are not in keeping with what which he hears, he remains unmoved. This one has been instructed by his Lord and made to understand that every suggestion he permits to pass his gate will, on reaching his Lord and Master, his consciousness, leave its impression there, which impression must in time become an expression. The instruction to Simon is that he should permit only dignified and honorable visitors or impressions to enter the house, consciousness, of his Lord. No mistake can be conveyed up or hidden from his master, for every expression of life tells his Lord whom is consciously or unconsciously entertained. When Simon by his works prove himself to be true, and faithful disciple, then he received the surname of Peter or the Rock, the unmoved disciple, the one who cannot be bribed or coerced by any visitor. He is called by his Lord 
Simon Peter, the one who faithfully hears the command of his Lord, and besides which commands he hears not. It is Simon Peter who discovers the I am to be Christ, and for his discovery he is given the keys to heaven, and he is made the foundation stone upon which the temple of God rests. Buildings must have firm foundations, and only the disciplined hearing can, on learning that I am his Christ, remain firm and unmoved in the knowledge that I am Christ, and besides me there is no Savior. Neville Goddard, the Twelve Disciples So if you are new to discovering Neville's teaching, it is important to remember that Neville said, Neville taught, that the Bible is not a history book with actual facts. The Bible is simply metaphorical or an analogical book. And the Twelve Disciples are no different than any other story in the Bible. The Twelve Disciples are man's twelve main states of consciousness. And once they are disciplined, that's where the word disciples come from, right? Disciplined. When those states are disciplined, it brings you closer to your I amness, to your God self, and obviously to manifest your desire in this 3D world. So the first one, Simon, which is later on called Peter or the rock, is the quality of consciousness of hearing the command of the Lord, meaning hearing your imaginal voice rather than hearing the wisdom of men. So let's say that you have a family member who is sick, or even yourself, and you hear doctors giving you some very bad news. They're saying that your family member or yourself have an incurable disease, and they even give you a frame of time that you have left on this planet. Well, it is your job to use your imagination to hear what you want to hear instead and to not believe what men say. It is your job to imagine the voice of the Lord, right? Your imaginal voice, the voice of your I am, saying something completely opposite, saying that you are already healed. And this is called revision. And there are some true stories of instant revision of people who have been told very bad news by doctors, for example, about a family member. What they heard is their I am. They heard the voice of the Lord, as it says here. They heard the voice of their I am, of their Christ within, no matter what you want to call it. And that voice said, no. They are going to be okay. They are going to make it. And it is to the level that you are going to believe more that voice than the voice of men out there in the world. It's the level of that belief that is going to make it happen in your 3D world. 
and Simon, who was called Peter, from the word rock. As a matter of fact, in French, the name Peter is the exact same word as rock. So that, that name Peter means literally rock. And he was called rock because he was unmovable. He was very strong like a rock in believing more what he wanted to hear, the voice of his Lord, rather than what men said. And this goes for everything, not just when you hear about someone being sick. Whatever you hear in this third dimensional world, whatever you hear that you don't want to hear, like a very common example, people writing posts about whatever the SP said, that's the opposite of what they wanted to hear. It is your job to not hear what they said, to completely disregard that, as a matter of fact, but rather to hear your imaginal voice, to hear what you want to hear instead. When you hear anything that you don't want to hear, it is your job to imagine without question that you are hearing what you want to hear, and you hear this inside, in your inner voice. And as Neville says here, no matter what the wisdom of men might suggest or the evidence of his senses convey, if such suggestions and ideas are not keeping with that which he hears, he remains unmoved. Your job is to remain unmoved, that no matter what you hear in the world of senses, or what the Bible calls the world of Caesar, no matter what it is, you need to remain unmoved, and you remain unmoved because you hear in your imaginal voice, in your inner voice, in your I am voice, you hear what you want to hear instead. And to the degree that you have faith that this is what really matters because it is, if you master faith to the point that you believe more what you want to hear and what you want to see and what you want to experience within than what's going on outside, you will manifest any desire you might have. So I hope you enjoyed this, guys. And I'm going to go through the 12 disciples for the upcoming 11 podcasts. Because I know that a lot of you do not understand this part of Neville's teaching, but it is very important to understand it to become better master manifestors. Because again, the 12 disciples are the 12 main states of consciousness of men that once disciplined will help you manifest anything that you want. Thank you for listening, guys, and I truly appreciate you.